0: Hey everyone, and welcome to 2020. It's a brand new year and a brand new group of people we're going to be talking with and learning from. I'm really excited to be a part of this program going forward, and I've got some fantastic people lined up to talk with you, share their knowledge and information, and I just want to say, sit back, grab a pen and paper, and get ready for a great show. Welcome to Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly. And we're actually going to see if we can't get those pigs to fly this year. <laughs> Today we are talking with J.W. Rahans. Is that how you pronounce it?
1: You got it right, Nancy. Thank you. All
0: right, good going. J.W. is a husband to Tiffany and dad to Michaela, Chase, S.J., and Montana. He's also a business owner, financial advisor, Gallup-certified strengths coach, and a board leader. In these roles, he has had the opportunity to effectively coach clients by helping them discover, acknowledge, and embrace their deepest drivers of success. In other words, their strengths. He's often referred to as authentic, growth-oriented, and values-based. JW is the founder and president of both Rehan's Financial and Joshua Development. It has been his life's work to help others both embrace their current place and time and to proactively plan for their future happiness. Experience has confirmed that his coaching and career expertise lends themselves well to business owners, executives, professionals, community leaders, and other individuals looking for guidance and training in their pursuit of a values and strengths-based approach to their well-being. Rayhan's Financial is consistently ranked in the top 5% of investment firms within Voya Financial Advisors. He's been honored with several awards, including Gilbert's 2015 Businessman of the Year and Gilbert's 2016 Volunteer of the Year. Gilbert, Arizona is a community with over 250,000 residents, and he has served as chairman of the board for three organizations and has enjoyed coaching basketball for over 400 young athletes. His top five strengths are achiever, developer, positivity, responsibility, and empathy. When you look for the good in someone, you'll find it is his quote. Wonderful. Geez, when do you find time to do anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, Welcome, JW.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you for that introduction. Really, I think if we wrap all that up, what that really means is I get I get the fun opportunity of really helping people's most important goals and dreams become a reality that's that's what that's what we get to do on a daily basis
0: and that's incredible isn't it i love yeah. to see when my clients actually get those aha moments and say this is a success it's working i'm happy and i'm going that's what it's all about. So congratulations. And I'm really excited to have you here and sharing some of your wisdom. I know that we had talked before just a little bit before Christmas about how my clients and your expertise can come together. And I know that for me, and, and we're talking about well-being. We're talking about happiness. We're talking about success. Every one of my clients is looking for that. They, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: They are business owners. They have struggled. They've succeeded. They've gotten to a certain level of success in their industries, and then wham, something happens. And and I know that we all have things that we deal with, but for people with chronic illness it's, it's more, it can be more intense at times.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, you know, for myself, it's like I just mentioned, I totally and completely forgotten we had this call today, because <laughs> I spent the entire day at doctor's offices yesterday going through, you know, checkups and blood work, and I hate having my blood taken and, you know, all these kinds of things. And I'm just sitting here today sort of recuperating from going through all that which to me was trauma yeah. and I completely forgot I'm running a business <laughs> uh, so that's a lot you know so how do you talk to people in those kinds of terms what do you have to uh, share
1: yeah thank you and, and I want to start by really just thanking uh, you and your audience. Because it is a unique set of set of circumstances and you have an outstanding group that you cater to that you serve. And so it's it's a neat opportunity for me to be a part of that. And so I thank you for that. And it's it's we, we all have these things that can come up on any given day. And so, you know, as we come into a new year and people are thinking about what they want the year to be, we can go into it all just admitting that there's going to be some unexpected things that are going to come up throughout the year on any given day. And so it really is, you know, well, how do I and anyone else go about staying focused on the things that they really want to accomplish, really staying focused on the things that mean the most to them, that are most important to them, that they want to achieve and accomplish. And there are some ways to go about doing that. Now, the interesting thing is those are going to be different for every single person. In other words, there's no, there's no unique formula. There's no magic formula that's going to work for everyone. Because I think we all can agree that we're, we're all different. We're all totally unique. Our circumstances are unique. Our backgrounds are unique. The things we've gone through are unique. And so really what we would probably spend our time visiting about today is how does any person figure out what works for them and how does it be most effective for them? Because even as you mentioned, Nancy, is you had all sorts of doctor's appointments yesterday and just kind of just kind of threw you off, right? And I would imagine that's probably common for a lot of people, especially who we're visiting with today. And so one thing that I'm gonna start with sharing is one of these common things that we've all heard, but you know, sometimes when you hear it a few times, you know, every once in a while click and you go, Oh, okay, yes. I realize I need to do that. So, the first thing I'm going to start with is just a foundational thing of, you know, get clear about what it is that you want to accomplish in any given day, week, month, year, whatever it might be. But get very clear about that. I'm not going to spend a lot of time there, though, because I think we all understand that. I think, especially as business owners, we understand that you have to be clear about what you want to achieve. But where I think we should spend some time on is how is it that somebody discovers some of the unique talents that they have? And that way, amongst any of the challenges that might have come up, they really understand, you know, well, what is it that I bring to the table? What value do I create in what I do? And and let's focus on that. It's almost like, like can I share a quick story? Absolutely, please. Okay, so it's almost, you know, I, I grew up in farming and construction, and, and my grandparents actually lived on the same farm uh, since, that they bought since they got married. My grandmother still lives on that farm. My grandpa passed away a few years ago, but... When we used to help out on the farm when I was a kid, my grandpa used to always tell us these stories. And basically the point of every story he told was, there's things that you can control and there's things that you can't control. In other words, he, he you know, talked about all these different impacts on farming and the crop and you know, the animals and things like that. And what it always came down to was, look, you know, the weather, sometimes diseases, you know, the way the fields you know, produce, some of that you can't control he goes but jw you can you there are things you can't control you can control how well you keep your equipment you can control when you get up in the morning you can control what things that you make sure get done you can make sure that you rotate your crop from year to year i mean so he give us these ways of understanding that there's things that we can control and things that we can't and the important thing is to focus on the ones that we can control and just realize there's going to be things that are outside of our control so if we start there of understanding of those things that we can control, then it's a matter of understanding, okay, well, what makes me me, right? What makes me unique? What, what makes any one of us deliver something of great value? And so that's probably what I think we should spend our time talking about is how do people discover that? How, how do you understand what makes you totally unique? Because the reality is, right, the reality is if, if each of us are unique, there's no two people that are exactly the same, then that makes every single one of us extremely valuable, extremely valuable. Right. Let me stop you for one.
0: Let me stop you for one second and go back just for a second, because I agree totally with everything you're saying. And I also agree with, yes, there are things you can control and yes, there are things you can't control Mm -hmm. when you have a chronic illness. Uh huh a lot of the time we feel like there is nothing in ah, our control. Sure. And you've got to step out of that mindset first mm-hmm. before you can see what it is that you are great at. What kind of a suggestion do you do you say for that? Because we know it's not true. We know there is a lot we control. Yeah. But when you're so... Filled with, I can't control anything I'm going through. How mm-hmm. do you take that first step?
1: Yeah, two things come to mind. One is the great coach John Wooden had a saying, you know, that he, he referenced, which was make each day your masterpiece, which, which essentially is, you know, be the master of your destiny, right? And we, and we do get the opportunity to control kind of our thoughts and our mind. So here's the first thing that I would share is give yourself a sense of gratitude whenever you need it. That's what's going to shift that mindset as quickly as possible from, you know, I've got this pain or I have this illness or these things keep coming up in my life and I have no control over anything. First thing, begin to think of what you're grateful for because the reality is, is all of us, all of us have things that we can be thankful for. And so that's the fastest way to shift that mindset, Nancy is Begin to think about what am I thankful for, what have I been blessed with, what are my gifts, and then let that reset. Okay, how am I going to use those? There you go. Yeah.
0: Perfect. That's the answer I was looking for.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you'd like, let me share. I'll I'll share a tool that we use because sometimes for for some people it's even hard to understand what we're great at because. Mm -hmm a lot of times the things that come easiest to us we don't necessarily see those as making us unique right we if it comes easy to us we kind of automatically think oh well that's that must come easy to everyone yeah but the reality is is those are clues when things come easy to you when you seem to be able to catch on to things faster than others or when you seem to be able to accomplish certain things faster than others these are all clues to natural talents that we have in other words just like natural abilities, natural ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. That's how Gallup defines a talent, basically, is in your natural way of doing things. And so we, we actually have some tools that we use to help people discover that. And a lot of times, it's not even that it's something new that they discover. It's discovering a way to articulate it. And then once you know how to articulate it, it's knowing how to put it to use. So I'll share the main tool that we use that I hope will be helpful for anyone in your audience that wants to take advantage of it is the Gallup's uh, Clifton Finder assessment. It's an online assessment that anyone can do. Um, and you have to you have to invest about 30 to 40 minutes to go online, pay for the code to do it, and then you get this report that's very, very specific to you. So uh, I'll share a Gallup stat. In fact, they, they've been utilizing this assessment for years, they've had over 25 million people around the world take this assessment. And what they found is statistically, the chance of any two people having the same top five strengths in the same order. So when you get this report, it helps you see what your top five strengths are. The chance of any two people having the same top five strengths in the same order is one in 33 million. One in 33 million, which means the report that someone gets is very unique to them and they can read that and they can understand it. And their first response is probably going to be, Oh yeah, well, this all makes sense. I, I, I knew this about me. That's the first step. The mm-hmm. second step is then they usually have this question of, okay, well now what do I do with it? <laughs> and so, Oh, by the way, one of the things that I was going to mention for you, Nancy, is, um, for your listeners, if they go to the Gallup website, um, that assessment is 20 bucks. For your listeners, if they go to our website and they say they want to do the assessment, we have a way we can offer that to them for $17. So if they want to save a few bucks, they'll be able to go to our website. They can just put a little message in the contact us section saying that they're a part of your podcast. And we'll help them get set up with that at a little bit of a discount.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much. I'm sure that's appreciated. Oh,
1: you're welcome. You're welcome. What are some of the things that you recognize with the people that you visit with Tend to be their their struggles in accomplishing what they want to accomplish. So we've got these unexpected things that come up. We've got doctors' appointments and things like that that kind of derail us from time to time. But is there anything that
0: forgetfulness, you... having you know ha- having short-term memory, foggy brain, you know, not being able to get out and do things the way they used to. Uh, exhaustion, those are all pretty common issues. Okay.
1: okay. And so if, if these are regular things that come up for people, then it's probably for us to um, realize and, and acknowledge that it gives it gives you limited time to accomplish the things that you want to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, for people, which by the way, we, you acknowledged this at the beginning, which I think is so important, everyone has disabilities in some way. Right, we all do. There's, there's no one person that can be absolutely great at everything. So we, we all have disabilities at some things. Now those show up differently in different people, and they impact our lives differently. Some people it's much more of a challenge than others. I mean, I'll, I'll share a personal story with you and our, and our audience is that there was several years ago I completely lost all sight in my right eye, and it turned out it was a detached retina. So I had to have surgery to have that repaired. And so I don't have quite great vision in one of my eyes. And so now what I learned from that, the recovery time was I had to lay face down for two and a half weeks after the surgery. And then there were some other challenges after that reduction in, in exercise and stuff like that for several months. But here's what I learned from that experience. What I learned from that experience was one, to be grateful for a lot of things but I also learned the difference between sight and vision. In other words, I had lost my, completely lost my sight for a period of time, but it didn't mean I ever had to lose my vision because I was able to still understand and look ahead to what do I want my world to look like? What do I want my life to become? What are the things that are most important? And so I think any of us have the opportunity to use our challenges, to use our disabilities as an advantage as a way to learn lessons, as a way to get beyond what it appears like is too tough to get beyond. And so the more that any of us can do that, I think the greater we're going to be able to take advantage of whatever time we have where we feel good and we feel sharp and we feel clear. And so if you'd like, I can even share some practices that kind of help regenerate that focus or regenerate that clarity.
0: That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Okay.
1: Some of these are going to seem like simple things. So I I, I certainly don't want anybody in our audience to think that the simple things have to be hard things or that the hard things have to be challenging things. Because sometimes the simple things are the best things to help us stay on track or refocus. And so as we mentioned in the beginning, it was you will make sure you're clear about what you want to accomplish. I think that's that's a foundational thing. Now, when that is clear, be sure, and you mentioned this at the beginning, which I think was so valuable, is have a pen and paper next to you, right? You said, have a pen and paper and be ready to go. Now, the way that we take advantage of when we feel clear is to capture the thoughts and ideas and actions that we think of when we're clear. So to write those things down, even if they don't seem important in the moment, even if you have five minutes where all of a sudden you just have a bunch of ideas hitting you, write those things down. Because how many of us have ever had the experience where you have this really brilliant idea and then like 10 seconds later, you can't remember what it was? Me? Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet you everybody's raising their hand right about now, right? <laughs> and so that seems like a simple thing, but always have a way to capture notes and ideas when they hit you. Whether you, The best way is to see it in your own handwriting. If you don't have that option, you just have, you know, you need to make a quick note on your phone or, you know, a quick note on your iPad or whatever it might be, do that. The best way is to capture it in your own handwriting, because that mentally and our brains work in a certain way that when we write things down, we see it in our own handwriting. It captures it a little bit better. So, again, it seems like a simple thing, but a very valuable thing. And those moments where you feel sharp and clear, capture your thoughts and ideas or actions that you know you need to take. The importance of that is so you can reference to them later. Right. So if we all know if we know that there's going to be moments where I get foggy or get busy or get distracted we can reference back to those later to go okay wait a second what was it that i was going to do what was it that i was going to think about so that's one thing that i'll share the other thing that i'll share is that the more that people can understand what their strengths are the also the better ability it gives them to leverage other people for their strengths so for example you and i being different people the more i get to know you the more I know how we might be able to work together, the more I might be able to leverage some of your strengths when I might have weaknesses in certain areas. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So there's going to be, that. there's probably plenty of people in your audience, business owners, that they realize at some point they can't do everything, right? Especially if your time is limited, then you have to do this even with greater ability to leverage other people for their strengths and, and trust other people for their strengths and partner with people. Now, that means that you have to know each other a little bit. So again, I'm going to reference back to Gallup Strengths Finder assessment, but it's only because it's a good reference tool. If you and I can quickly understand what we naturally do well, then it gives us both the ability to put ourselves in a position to be at our best. Okay. So the the next, I guess, tool that I'm going to share with people that can be helpful when they want to get clear and they want to refocus kind of is the underlying of knowing what those things are knowing what you're best at so whichever tool you use to do that just know what you're best at but review it daily even though it seems repetitive and you're like okay well if I already know I'm great at this stuff why in the world would I review it daily it's because it every time you remind yourself of that exactly it imprints it when it imprints it then what it does is it it triggers our creativeness it triggers what that's what Dr. Maxwell is called the creative mechanism that every human being has. It triggers that. And what happens is the more you practice your strengths, the more you practice your natural abilities, the better and better you get at those. And so
0: we use And the use more comfortable tool. you get with them.
1: I mean, that's exactly right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And also, so I'm going to I'm going to provide another tool that we use. And I know that there's lots of tools out there. So hopefully, hopefully my sharing some of the ones we use either is. It's either a trigger for them to go, maybe that's a tool that I could use, or it's a trigger for them to go, oh, I know of a tool that's like that, and I'm Mm going to start using that again. So either way, it should be an advantage. So the tool that we use is we actually have a habit technology app. So it's the Joshua Development Habit Technology app that we use to help people practice their natural strengths every single day. And it's made so easy that it it requires less than – five to 10 minutes of someone's time daily because they're fed specifically based upon their strengths through the app. So it notifies them, it texts them, it, you know, sends them an email, however they have their notifications set up. So it makes it so easy. So even on those days where you're kind of foggy or even on those days where you got all sorts of stuff going on. And even on those days where you wake up with the best of intentions and halfway through the day, you you can't hardly move any of those circumstances, it triggers a reminder to go, yeah, but here's what I already know I'm good at, and here's what I can do. Here's an action I can take based upon that. So we use that. Again, it's it's something that there's an investment required for that tool. But again, for your audience, if that's a tool they want to sample, if they want to test it, we'll let them test it for 47 bucks a month. And basically, that'll include their strengths assessment. It's going to include helping them get set up with the, the app, and it's going to include a 30 minute, what we call a strength strategy session, one-on-one with them so that they can understand based on their strengths, based on their top five strengths, how can they utilize those to the best way possible? That's why we call it a strength strategy. It's personalized to them because there's only one in 33 million, statistically speaking, who's going to be just like you. So it has to be unique to you. So again, just another tool we'll make sure that you have a way to provide the website. But again, I was going to say, put,
0: could you please yeah. let me have the link to that so I can put I, it in the notes?
1: I sure will. Absolutely. Uh, because they could just put in the message that i yeah, Hey, I'm, I'm interested in that habit technologies tool, or I'm I'm, I'm interested in the strengths assessment. They, if they make a quick note like that and they reference your podcast, we'll know exactly who it mm-hmm. is and what, and what we've discussed with them. So if I go to kind of another principle if you will or or tactic that someone can use again whether they use that tool or another one it's the focus on what you do best and then allow others to do what they do best so if we recap a little bit we've really only talked about like three hopefully simple things that anyone can do on any given day that will help them move forward and accomplish and make their days as productive or the time that they have where they feel good as productive and and achievement oriented as possible. Those three things be clear about what you want to accomplish, understand what you're great at and what you do best, and then be comfortable leveraging other people for what they do best and then practice those on a daily basis.
0: That's beautiful. That's that's something I sing to the choir about all the time. (laughs) You know, it's just, and funny. I used to years and years ago, I had a, different business that actually built into this one Mm -hmm. and my tagline was do what you do best and let us do the rest
1: (laughs) there you go yeah absolutely
0: so you know that has been when you and I'm sitting here this morning working on I had captured a bunch of names off of Facebook for instance and I was trying to put them into a into a spreadsheet and mark who they were, get their email addresses. And I'm going, God, this is taking so long. I've got 400 of these I need to do. I need to get on Fiverr and figure out who else can do this for me. You know, because if we're spending the time doing things, I can do it perfectly well. It's not something I want to do, you know, and there may be somebody else that absolutely loves doing database work. I'm spending... Two hundred dollars an hour of my time doing yeah. that when I could be interviewing you instead, yeah. you know. So if people can find ways that they can work with other people who actually will, they'll be better off in the long run.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You you touched on something there that is an exercise that would be valuable for people to go through. That I've found a lot of people don't go through this exercise, but it, but it becomes very helpful, and that is to understand the value of your time. So if you'd like, I'll give a simple formula that people can use to kind of understand the value of their time. So, okay. um, and, and believe me, this is gonna seem oversimplified, but it at least gives people a start. And so it's to look at, look at maybe your average month or average year and see what your revenue is, okay? If you take that revenue and simply divide it by the number of hours that you work, okay? Uh, and I'm going to say, and I'm going to specify this a little bit, the number of hours that you work where that are revenue generating hours. So in other words, if I'm sitting down to respond to email, that's not necessarily a revenue generating hour, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if it's an email responding specifically to a prospective client, then yes, that's a little bit different story. So estimate the number of hours that you spend in what we consider like productive time or revenue generating time. Now, if you just simply divide those two, it's basically going to give you a per hour Revenue rate, right? So then you simply look at, okay, are the tasks that I'm trying to do? So if we use your example of looking through names on Facebook, right? Then you look at that task and you go, is and and let's use your number two. Let's say yours came out to two hundred dollars an hour. That's what your time is currently worth. Okay. If that task, if you don't feel like that task is worth two hundred bucks an hour, or you could pay someone else. 10 bucks an hour, 12 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour, whatever it is to do that task. That's potentially a smart business decision to do. And that way you can maximize the time doing what you do best, right? You can maximize your revenue generating time, especially when we know that's limited, right? Because the uh, the people that we've talked about, time is valuable. Time is extremely valuable and time when you feel great is even more valuable. (laughs) And so if that's not a task, that you feel is worth your time, then you're exactly right. Let's see if we can find someone else to do that. Now we can also just be real with one another and know that there's going to be some things that you just have to do, right? That you're not going to sit there and pay someone else to do. You just got to get them done. That's okay too. You just don't want that to dominate your time. In other words, you want the highest percentage of your time to be on the things that are revenue generating, that you enjoy most, that you're most passionate about that uses your strengths and talents. And then feel comfortable paying or partnering with someone else to do the things that are still valuable but aren't necessarily what you should be spending your time
0: doing absolutely absolutely and you know I think I can't believe where our time is almost up already and is it I really? could, yep and I could just keep talking and talking <laughs> what have we not talked about that you really need to share with everybody
1: you know. We, we touched on it a little bit, but I, I want to emphasize the value of gratitude, the value of really being thankful. So we all have different pursuits that we're on. We're all, we all have different passions that we're going after. We all have different businesses. And so the thing that helps keep us focused, that helps keep us grounded is these thoughts and acts of gratitude. And so Here's maybe what I could leave you with, leave your audience with. And by the way, I, I welcome any feedback that people have. So if they if they get back with you and they've got a question that you think you want to share, by all means, feel welcome to, to send that over and I'll help in any way I can. Thank you. So here's what I'll share with people is I feel like there's lessons we can learn from people who are already ahead of where we want to go, right? So if they've already done it, if they've already been there, I think there's valuable lessons that we can learn from that. And so I'll leave people with these two things. One is seek out others who have already accomplished what you want to accomplish and just accelerate your learning. Learn from them, find out what they did, what was their focus, how they get over certain challenges. In that way, you can relate to what they're doing, what they've done, but then you can apply it in your own life and accelerate your own learning and success by doing that. So that's, the one, that's one thing that I'll share as far as that goes, The other thing that I'll share is that if we look at overall in life, people who are later on in years or they're getting towards the end of life, if we think about what they share with us is most important. There's usually two things that come up. One are the relationships that they've built over the years. That's what they cherish. It's the other people that they get to share life with. And it's also the the contribution that they feel they've been able to make. It's contribution in their own time and talent, whether that's contribution in the way they served other people, but it's the way that they feel like they brought value to the world. And so if we think about it, we can apply those two lessons every day. We all have that opportunity to value the relationships that we have and to really take a look at the contributions that we make. And so maybe we can leave with that is be thankful. Look at the people who have already done what you want to do, learn from them, accelerate your success. And by all means, you know, just enjoy the relationships that you have and the contributions you get to make.
0: Yep. Don't do it alone. You know, reach out to other people. It always makes things so much easier. Thank you so much. This has been an absolutely wonderful time spent with a new friend, hopefully. (laughs) What is your email address so that people can reach out to you?
1: So I'm going to give what's the best way to contact. So if they go to joshuadevelopment.com, that's our website. There's a contact us tab right at the top right. And that's the best way to get a hold of whether it's me or anyone else on our team. But what I can share with, with your listeners is if they go in there and they put in the message box your podcast name, then we, then I'll know that I need to follow up with them. Okay. So that's going to be the easiest way.
0: Right super guys did you get that you know if it, i think you all should take those those two challenges that he was talking about the habits and the skill finders i know i've talked to people who have taken the skill finders and it's just really been eye opening for them and has changed the way they do business so It really does. So, guys, this has been a wonderful start to the new year. You know, I hope you got some good notes out of it. I hope you're going to be able to actually get in there and start utilizing some of the tips that JW gave you. If you like this episode and if you want to hear more, subscribe, download, send us notes on what you'd like to talk about in the future so that we can bring topics forward that are going to be of value to you guys. Just let us know, thumbs up, thumbs down, what you want, what you don't want, and we look forward to talking to you all in the future. So take care. And we'll see you all next week, Thursday evenings, 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you again. Take care, everybody, and have a wonderful 2020.